Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome to Life Simplified. We are so happy to have you join us as we continue to dive into Season 2. This month, we've been focusing on a new year and new mindset. So keeping with that trend, today we are going to discuss attitude. And I think that's kind of a loaded word sometimes. So before we even dig into any of the research or the information, I just kind of want to throw it out there, ladies. What immediately comes to mind when you hear the word attitude that sometimes my kids have attitude Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep mine was more like usually when it's a negative thing Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know like when you hear our kids got an attitude today or it's not usually a positive thing sometimes but most of the time when you hear attitude it's it's negative Yeah, I think you're right. You know, when I was kind of putting this together, I was like, attitude. Like, I know there's multiple different ways we think about the word attitude and what it is. But I immediately think of like, oh, the teenagers. And and not just like everybody's teenagers. I think they all get a bad rap. But like my teenagers, I want to be like, oh, that attitude. But we all had it. And you're right. we're, We're thinking about attitude in the negative sense of attitude. You know, maybe like the other words we would use would be like sass or, you know, whatever. Um, that's kind of what we think about is that. But then I think we also just know from living life in general that the attitude's so much more like, you know, how we kind of face things um, and what we think about them. And But I don't think we ever really think about the working definition of what what is attitude and what do we do with attitude. And so, I pulled together um, some information just for us to kind of discuss today. And these came from a couple different curriculums that we use pretty widely in extension, both at the University of Kentucky and then I think other universities use these things as well because they're not just specific to, to just us. But a lot of what I'm, I'm going to pull from today comes from keys from embracing aging as well as money habitudes. And so we will have links in our show notes to that information if you want to know more about those specific curriculums. But I wanted to kind of give a shout out to where I'm pulling some of our information from. I wanted a definition that would make some sense to us. And you can find all kinds of different kind of thoughts on what attitude is or isn't. But I like to go with um, subconscious thoughts and feelings. And so to dig into that a little bit more, like that is basically like my attitude about something is already there before I'm even at that event, before I'm even dealing with it. It's kind of like under the surface, my thoughts and feelings about something that I don't even realize are my thoughts and feelings. I think for the most part, those attitudes and that idea of it being subconscious is that it's like such automatic thought processes for us that we don't even realize that that's how we feel or that we're going into it with that train of thought. Um, And our attitude is influenced in so many different ways by our own experiences, but we also get our influences with our attitude from our family's experiences, our friends' experiences, our culture's experience. And so like thinking about that, it makes sense that we kind of 
already know what we think about something before we even experience it for ourselves even right and I think too that I was thinking about if you had done something before and had a negative or a Mm -hmm. positive experience then you expect that to happen like if it's an event that you go to every year and you had the best time you're like excited to go your attitude's positive but if it was negative you're like man we gotta go to this again Mm -hmm. um so yeah like as you were talking about like experiences that we've had and those preconceived notions that just automatically are there yeah absolutely and like one of the things that we use a lot of time as an example of this is basically how we feel about like pets like a dog for example you know if your experience was that you had pets and you had dogs at your house and you loved them and they were great and they you know improved your way of living then you're gonna have a very positive outlook on that but maybe your experience was that they were dangerous maybe you got bit or you were scared and there's fear attached to it so there might be a more negative attitude and all that's under the surface is just from that experience you grew up with and I think that's how we mold all of our attitudes um, is by those experiences or by the stories we hear from our family and friends about their experiences because sometimes I don't even have to live it for it to affect me you know we can have one of you in this room could tell me a story about something and all automatically like that is going to affect my attitude towards that thing because you're my people and when our people tell us about their experience it impacts us whether we were there for it or experienced it ourselves or not i think that's important to think about when you have kids yes and how you perceive and your attitudes if you don't want to go to something and you're complaining and talking bad about it then they're going to take on that same attitude and that's so our last last year our words intentional and so this year we've kind of talked about awareness is maybe a good word for us Mm -hmm. so thinking and being aware of how your attitude is and how it can affect your family yeah yeah absolutely awareness is key and because it's subconscious sometimes we're not aware of it so now that we know we can pay more attention yeah and a lot of times you know you got to think of it like this we we are going to feed off the people that are around us Mm -hmm. you know and that goes right hand in hand with our children you know a lot of people say oh she's acting just like you and then you sit back and you think well maybe she is because she's seeing the attitude that I'm having towards things too so then your children pick up on it and other people as well so you know we got to think about the environment and I love that we our word this year is awareness because being aware of everything you know and being more intentional with that awareness I love it. Absolutely. And I think I was thinking as you were sharing, Joni, like attitude is contagious. You know, if you're around positive people, have a positive outlook, you tend to be more uplifting and upbeat. And then if you're around negativity, man, it's easy to really get in there and be like, yeah, you're right. This is bad. And that's bad. And this is horrible. And I don't want to do that. And so we have to check ourselves, you know, how am I influencing those around me? But am I surrounding myself with people that are influencing me in a not so great light? And you know, the connection between our mind and our body is so strong that our attitude and the way we think, because remember that attitude is our thoughts, the way that we think about things, it affects everything. Like it affects our overall happiness, health, well-being, you know, how successful I'm going to be in life is determined by my attitude. Um, How I feel and look mentally and physically is impacted by my attitude. What I do and say 
is impacted by our attitude. You know, our thoughts are so powerful. Our mind is such a powerful tool. I don't even think people realize what we just let ourselves think about and focus on really impacts every single aspect of our life. You know, in the therapy world, the mental health world, we have cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's because we know that our thoughts affect our behaviors and our feelings. And so if we can begin to change our mindset, begin to think a little bit differently and have more awareness of where we're letting our mind go and how we're feeding into those thoughts, we can make a huge impact on ourselves, both um, emotionally, but also physically as well. And I think we don't really think about how powerful that is. And I'm not saying it's easy because we can all get stuck in a funk. Like it happens, we know that. Um, And I acknowledge that it's not easy, but with awareness of how powerful our mind is, um, we can use that to our advantage when we know that we're stuck in a rut. So. My next question for you all is just kind of it just snap. Don't even think about it too hard. But do you have a positive attitude? I'll just tell you, it depends on what the situation is. (laughs) (laughs) I used to think that I had a really positive attitude on things in life and I tried to be upbeat about it. And as I've got older, I've noticed that sometimes I don't have the positive attitude and You know, as we was talking about and planning for our podcast for this year, I've tried to be more aware of who I am and that I can be that person that is not, you know, positive all the time. And I'm trying to change that, you know, because I used to be. And I don't like the fact that everything that comes out of my mouth sometimes is negative. And so I'm really just trying to be more aware of me, myself, to be that positive person that I used to be. And for my kids, my coworkers, you know, my friends, just having that around for this year. So I'm kind of the same. It it depends on the situation, but I'm more of a realist and so um, sometimes that's not a good thing because mm-hmm. I thought about this the other day. My husband and I were talking about something and he's like, you're just a Debbie Downer. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm being real. Like I am being realistic in this situation. And he was like, you're just being negative. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So again, I'm trying to be better and not because I feel like we all have these things and you can fall into it too deeply. And then if I... It fell into the realist too deeply sometimes I can be negative so it depends on the situation but I'm working to be on the positive side of the realism <laughs> that is so um funny because I feel like you were inside my brain just then because I was sitting here thinking like man I I am a realist I'm very much like okay let's just be honest here like I want to let's look at it for what it is which I think um can be helpful at times but you're right. Sometimes, like, I can err on the side of that's not super happy, Tiffany. Could you get yourself together? And so I am aware of that. And I think I've really become aware of that more And I would say, the last couple of years. And so I've been trying to be more intentional um, on focusing on what my attitude is. And if I'm being positive, I, I would have to say if I'm being completely transparent, I have just a natural suspicion of people and things. And so I'm a watcher and I'm a listener and uh, I'm, I can be guarded at times, which is odd because it, it's not in every situation, but I, I am kind of, I know I can lean that kind of way. So I try to do better. And there's some things that I, I've tried to implement in my life to change my outlook. 
But yeah, I think we can all identify with we sometimes have a great attitude about things and sometimes maybe not so much. Maybe our realism and our suspicions and our past experiences kind of come at us and we have a hard time going at it with a positive attitude. Don't you also think that it depends on if you really want to do it or not? Because oh, sure. I know <laughs> yeah. we'll just we'll just throw out there doing the laundry. Well, you know, yeah. sometimes yeah. I do not have a good positive mm-hmm. attitude, even though it's great when they're all put up, washed. But, you know, I sometimes I have a really bad attitude about that. So, you know, it depends on the things also we want to do in life, if yeah. we have a positive attitude or not. I agree. So there, there's a publication, and I kind of want to go over a few things, because it said, do you have a positive attitude, which is what we just discussed. And we realize that sometimes we do, but maybe not all the time. And I think sometimes it's hard to identify that in yourself, too. Like, do I have a positive attitude? How do I kind of check myself for that? So there's a bunch of questions here, and we don't necessarily have to go through all these. I just kind of want to read them off to get you thinking as you're listening to this podcast about, do you have a positive attitude? And these questions are some ways you can kind of do a, a personal internal check. And so they have, are you optimistic, easygoing, or extroverted? Are you willing to learn no matter how difficult it is? Do you laugh a lot or have a sense of humor by not taking yourself too seriously? Do you express emotions rather than bottle them up? Do you do your best when studying or working and try to improve how you do your work? Do you demonstrate enthusiasm in whatever you say and do? And do you welcome challenges, experiments, or try new ideas? I really liked these questions because when you just asked me, do you have a positive attitude? Well, like, okay, either I'm in a good mood or a bad mood is kind of what comes to my head. Um, But it's so much more than that. And and these questions really allow us to kind of dig deeper and self-examine. And I don't know that I even have all the answers to these questions, But I think they're good for us to kind of start taking a look at. Like, where do I fit in here? Maybe I have more of a positive attitude than I thought I did. Because maybe I can say yes to a lot more of these things than I would have thought that I can say. And if we don't, then I think these questions also lend us to say, okay, well, how do I become more positive? Well, if I'm answering no to these, then I know the opposite is what helps me to become more positive. But there are is another list that they give us on developing a positive attitude and i think it's funny because they're so like obvious but then you go but how so i'm gonna read those to you and then let's discuss that just a little bit so developing a positive attitude it says be confident be positive be patient be a goal setter be a hard worker be fun and be accepting of change so like just want to pause there for a second all of those i'm like yeah but how? So what do you think when you hear those? Does it, are you like, yeah, whatever. But what comes to mind for you all? Because I think it's funny when you read that a little bit to me. It feels like common sense, It right? does. Yeah. It feels like, well, yeah. But like, I'm thinking like, don't take yourself too serious. Sometimes, a lot mm-hmm. of times I do that. And it's probably just it's the time of the year. And sometimes there's pressures of life, you mm-hmm. know, and you're like, I can't, I don't have time to be that fun, but then you're, you can find things to do it, but you're obviously be fun. Of course you're, if you're fun, you're in a good mood. Right. Um, and then I thought the, 
be accepting of change how hard is that right <laughs> and it's funny because on like y'all can't see this obviously you can only hear us but on the notes that i made for everybody i bolded that one so i don't know yeah, if y'all notice uh-huh. it but the be accepting of change it's bold because being able to adapt is one of the keys of positive attitude and i think a lot of times when we kind of get twisted and go into that negative mindset is when things don't go the way we expected them to or we wanted them to and it really can kind of throw a wrench in everything and we can allow that to really ruin our day ruin our week um, take us off track and we lose our focus there but when we can become more accepting of change and we can be more flexible and able um, to adapt better then we can maintain that positive attitude throughout life's ups and downs because what we know is going to happen is we know there's going to be change and I think we all have got an extra dose of that during COVID um, and the pandemic and all the things that changed pretty much overnight for us we survived that and I think the gift that we have out of that is we know we can we know we can pivot we know we can change but trying to take that big scale to like how am I okay with accepting change when it's just an everyday something You know, you're sitting here talking about that, Tiffany, and I'm, you know, as you've listened to our podcast last year and that you all know that I'm in a different chapter uh, in my family since than the other ladies and talking about the accepting of change. That's been very, very hard for me this past year. I had a lot of change with my kids. I have one deployed. I have one that moved out of the house. I still have one at home, but you know, it's hard to accept that change sometimes. So I've really have done a lot better with it. But sometimes it's really hard to change it and you get through it. Sometimes even though we feel that we don't, you know, and I agree with that statement you said, Tiffany, of, you know, when we can do that, that's a lot, you know, and sometimes it's really hard. But just remember, you're going to get through it. And it's going to be okay, you know, just have that having that mindset sometimes hard, but just know that you will be able to get through it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you brought up the expectations part Mm -hmm. of it is key for me because sometimes you and I'm guilty. I expect things to be a certain way and then they're not. And then you're negative and you're like, oh, it just is never going to work out. I don't even know why we try. And that's that negative, but changing it and I think being aware is definitely key in, in accepting those changes and just trying to make it a positive attitude. Yeah, I immediately think of family vacations because I am the queen of like expectations because I'm the planner. I love to plan it. I like to map it all out. And then we all know inevitably that is not going to go the way you pictured in your head. And you can either be like, all right, well, this is a waste of my time and money and this was terrible. And you can get stuck there and ruin the rest of whatever the trip is. Or you can be like, all right, well, that was a thing. Now let's just see how we can thrive in the rest of this and, and, and you know, save it. But yeah, but yeah, adapting to changes, it's, it's hard because it's our comfort zone getting switched and nobody really likes that. But I do think that, that it is a key to being able to maintain that positive attitude because it can really just derail us so much. And then I want to bounce back to the be fun because the be fun don't take yourself too seriously it's come up a couple different times in my research when i was looking at positive attitude there was a whole lot of don't take yourself too seriously and frankly it stepped on my toes just a little bit because i i do think sometimes i do take myself too seriously and i can be offended about silly things that i shouldn't be at times but then i got to thinking about about that and i was like you know what 
it's when you're basically I take myself more seriously when I'm around people that I don't feel safe with you know what I'm saying because I think when that makes you, sense you yeah. can joke more like I think about it, I'm like I can joke more with people who I know really know me and I feel safe with and I know like it's all in fun but if it's someone new or you don't really know them that well and you're not sure how to take them it feels like it stings a lot more and so I think that's maybe what we need to be aware of, too, is like, have fun, have a good time. But if everybody's constantly stepping on your toes, you're having a hard time um, not relaxing or taking yourself too seriously, maybe it's like digging deep in those relationships and trying to build more comfort and knowledge of each other just just getting deeper with people. And sometimes I think we just have to adjust our people like not everybody's for us. I think we have to know that. Um, we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. They're, not everybody's going to be our cheerleader. And so the more we can surround ourselves with those people that, that are positive, the more positive we can be in our attitude as well. So I love all of these um, ways that we can develop a positive attitude. But one thing that I thought was really cool, too, about this this article that that comes from the keys to embracing aging which i like to just call keys to embracing life because i don't i think it's just how we live life to our our best um but they talk about doing things that make you happy and that's so intuitive that if i do more things that make me happy i'm going to be more positive in my attitude like just makes sense but i think we forget that and so like the things that they listed under doing things that make you happy they talked about you know building those close relationships with i think you know if i have a closer relationship maybe i'll take myself less seriously and i'll have more fun caring for others engaging in healthy active lifestyles embracing spirituality practicing positive thinking or your mind using that tool embracing a hobby or activity and identifying strengths and i love all those because i think we've had a podcast on almost every single one of those topics yes, I think so like too. Yeah. which lets me know like we're on the right track ladies we're, we're we're doing the things and i know sometimes we get repetitive but i think it's because we need repetition like as humans we know a lot of these things but then life gets in the way and we forget to put it into practice so i think it's just i love this podcast because it not only helps us remind you listeners the things that we already know we remind ourselves the things we already know the things we're teaching others and like remember like okay i got to continue to practice this each and every day for myself and so one thing that i also found when i was thinking about attitude this week was we think about doing these things that make you happy and all of those things make a lot of sense but it's our daily routine that really matters because we can have one event that makes us happy but if we do that once a month even that's a lot of time of our life that we're not super happy and and maybe we can find ourselves going back into that more negative attitude and so they're talking about how routine is so important and so i have some questions for us to begin thinking about like is my routine helping me to have a more positive attitude and if not like what can I change just in my day-to-day life that can help me focus in more on that positive so the first question I have is do I have beneficial positive relationships and I know we've done relationship podcasts so we've kind of talked about that but how do you feel like if you just really break it down do you feel like you have beneficial positive relationships in your daily life so the key to that for me is daily life like you mentioned doing something fun or visiting or doing something once a month doesn't always um make you happy the rest of the time and so of course i have the best 
you know, when your spouses, you have up and down days. Most of them were positive. So other than that, I do try to touch base with my mom, of course, um, once a day. But other than that, on a daily thing, I don't think I try to make contact with my friends Mm -hmm. all the time or as much maybe as I need to do so I think that's something that I could work on because I do have positive relationships and it's every two or three weeks or something like that that we'll talk or hang out um, but not a daily thing and even if it's not daily maybe just more frequent Mm -hmm. yeah I I agree with that Amanda you know sometimes you got to sit back and you got to look of what that positive is in your life and sometimes we lose sight of that as well and you know, some days is very, uh, very positive in my in my life. And then some days it's not. But I'm the one that it most of the time it ends up negative with it. So I'm like you, I need to start, you know, adding them people that make me have a positive relationship more in my life than I do. You know, I got to be positive. So and getting that positivity from somebody else, if that makes sense. Yeah, because if you're if you're spending more time with those people that make you feel good i mean like you mentioned before you know your attitude's going to be better you're going to physically feel better even though you're not really thinking about it in that way and i think with having my little has put that a challenge um and he's a little bit older he'll be two this year so i'm having a little bit more free time and he's not he's more independent um sometimes too independent but it's i think now is the time that i have to transition into that so i think it's a life phase thing too yeah absolutely i think every step of the way you know our busyness affects our positive relationship our commitments affect our positive relationships um all the things that we choose to do remember it's that life balance Mm -hmm. um and so what are my values and am I giving that my time but I think about these positive relationships too and I you know I think really investing in the people that you are going to be around on a regular basis and then those ones that you don't get to see but you really value that person like they really have something to add to you that intentionality from last year and then that awareness of like maybe I need to step up and I know that's me. Like, I'm speaking to myself there. Sometimes I have to just really remember to step up for that. And so maintaining those relationships with your partner, with your children, with your coworkers, because we spend a lot of time with our coworkers. We probably spend more time FaceTime with our coworkers than we do with our family or our other friends. And so trying to build good, working, positive relationships with those people. And then if if there are people in your life that you see every day that you really don't have control over that maybe are more on the negative attitude side, just finding ways to limit that that interaction and not allow yourself to become a part of that, but instead allow yourself to be the positive influence. And I have a problem with that because I could, you know, I could get roped into someone else's attitude real quick. And so wanting to make sure that I'm trying to be the one uplifting the mood instead of helping contribute to, to bringing it down. And so really thinking about like day to day and then those other things that you do, you know, for me, spiritual connection is important. And so I have groups of people that I um, fellowship with in that way. And that's valuable and that builds positive relationship. And so just thinking about all of the areas of your life that you have relationships, if it's something I value, how do I continue to deepen that and really focus in on that? You know, also life gets in the way. You know, we get busy, Mm -hmm. 
you know, and sometimes we lose that connection with other people, Mm -hmm. but then being more intentional, more aware of, you know, why do we not talk to them anymore? Because they was a, you know, positive in our life. Sometimes life happens. And so just being able to step back and say, okay, we need to build that gap. You know, I need that person back in my life too, that, you know, helps me be the better person. You know, either it may be your spouse, it may be your, your, your friends, it may be your kids, you know, whatever it may be, but just being aware that, okay, life slow down so I can step back and then start building that relationship back with that person. Yeah. And, you know, making that space where you say, I'm, I'm going to intentionally schedule this time to feed these positive relationships because that turns into the fun. And, you know, we yeah. need the fun for the positive attitude. And I think it's when we spend time with people that we enjoy is when we have the fun. And so that all kind of goes together. So then thinking about our daily routines and these positive relationships and how we can keep a positive mindset and attitude. The next kind of piece is how do I start my day? Do I have a routine that promotes positive energy to keep a positive attitude all day long? So think about those morning routines, the way you start your day, like, cause really I think however we start really impacts how the rest of it goes. Um, and clearly we can pivot throughout. That's part of that adaptability. And I have to do that on a regular basis, but But I just want to think, like, in general, how do you feel about how you start your day um, and the kind of the energy that that puts into your day? So over the past month, I've been trying to get back into my physical fitness um, because I enjoyed it so much before I had my kid. And then, you know valued sleep more than waking up early and working out yes um so i have started getting up a little bit earlier and even if it's just for 30 minutes just trying to do something to be active and i feel like that has really um gave me a positive attitude throughout the day i can i really can tell a difference since i've started doing that I really can't think of anything positive, you know, that I've started doing to help my day, you know, because usually my husband, he works out out of town. And I really think about the negative with this, but only because I get up in the morning, I get dressed by myself. I don't have to talk to anybody. It takes me a little bit, you know, to Mm -hmm. get woken up and everything. But when he's home, he aggravates, you know, (laughs) so that sometimes turns into a negative. But then I change, you know, but that's one thing that pops in my head is like, okay, give him grace. You know, Mm -hmm. he's he's happy to be home, even though he's aggravating me. He's happy (laughs) to be home. Let him, you know, to some degree have that. But, you know, I've just knowing that that's there you know kind of makes you negative but you know for the most part I try to start my day off with the positive either as Tiffany was talking about a while ago spiritually I try to do a devotion in the morning Mm -hmm. before you know I start my day have a you know 15 minutes 20 minutes before I do have to start getting ready you know of having that time to myself and you know studying yeah I love that you know I think both of these those examples you gave are perfect because, you know, Amanda, you're focusing in on that engaging in a healthy, active lifestyle and, you know, and getting all those endorphins going and just really waking yourself up um, in, a, in a good way. And then, you know, Joni, you're talking about getting into your devotion and really like starting on a positive mindset because 
don't know, like a devotion. That's what it's all about is positive attitude and, you know, and reflection and focusing in on the good. And so I think that that's a perfect example of starting and getting a good mindset from the very beginning. You all know for me what my morning routine is. I, I, I get up every morning with my husband. We have coffee first thing. We watch whatever we're watching together. Um, lately, it's been a lot of documentaries. So, they're, you know, just trying to learn all the things. But for me, it's a really great way to start because that's our intentional together time. And I think it's funny because Amanda's husband does not believe that this actually <laughs> happens. So yeah, if, you're, believe it. if you're listening, true, true story, you know, well, I'll have, I'll have my husband vouch for me. Um, so, but yeah, that's what, that's what I do. And it, and it does help me um, kind of ease into my day. It's that positive relationship building with my husband. My body does in fact need the coffee. So the caffeine does help with that a little bit. Um, what I will tell you is I have to be very careful because I can start with that very positive energy, but I have three children and sometimes just getting out of the door can change my mood drastically. And so that's one of the things that I have to really focus in and, and try and make sure that I allow enough time for all the things that we're going to forget or all the times I'm going to have to say put your shoes on or all the times we're going to have something come up that wasn't really in the plan. So that adaptability really comes in every single morning for me. And for the most time, that that is good. But I have to really be careful because we can get an argument in the car on the way to school over the silliest things and then even though I started my day with some positive time it can flip a switch and so I have to be careful that I don't let that kind of take over and mandate what the rest of my day is going to look like and so I think even if you have the best intentions in the world and you have that awareness I know it's going to be hard and I don't want anybody listening to us to think that we've got it figured out because we know we don't Um, and we know life happens and you can have all of the best intentions in the world to start out with a positive and things can be thrown at you but that's where we adapt and that's where we pivot and that's where we get pause and say okay this doesn't have to steal the rest of my day like it was a thing it wasn't great didn't love it but let's let's try and put it back on track and so that's that's big for me i love how you was talking about you know far as your kids been there done that the same mm-hmm. you know but then also if i start off uh, we start off as on a bad you know st- foot with you and your children or my me and my children that also rose into their day yeah. you know at school mm-hmm. so yes it happens you know like i said i've already lived through that with my kids but you know, if we've got a bad attitude and fighting and fussing and you let them off at that door, that can hinder far as how their day is going to going to be as well. So, yeah, absolutely. And I've even had times in the car where I've been like, all right, let's decide to start over. Like, let's just all that that just happened, all of our frustrations at each other, all of the whatever that just went on. Let's let it go and let's just start brand new right now. And sometimes my kids look at me like I'm full of nonsense, and <laughs> I'm sure I gave my mom similar looks. I can't, um, yeah, I can't forget what you said to me. Or, <laughs> well, you're mean, mom. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes we get that response, and sometimes they're like, "Yeah, you're right. This is not not yeah. not good. I don't want to do this." Um, but yeah, we affect each other's day. You're absolutely right, Joni. Like it's not just me that ends up being like, "What is happening?" they're at school and they're trying to learn and they're trying to do what their job is and it it can distract them as well and so that impact we have on each other is huge 
the next question as we're thinking about our daily routines and how to fix our positive um, attitude or not um, is am I aware of my state of mind and its changes if I'm in a negative state of mind am I able to change it I love the fact with that is am I aware of the state Mm -hmm. of mind you know because and can we change it mm-hmm. we can change anything if we're willing to change it mm-hmm. you know and being self-aware is key to it too we know that in for ourselves that we can change whatever now doesn't mean that we would not like to change other people and their attitude but being aware of ourselves and mm-hmm. i like that how you brought that out in that question because Sometimes we forget that we are in charge of how we feel and how we do things in life and that we are the ones that can change that, not somebody else. It's who it's for ourselves. No, I agree. The question is, am I able to change it? And I'm like, hmm, (laughs) am I able to? Yes. Do I always? No, No. (laughs) but we're talking about positive and changes. And I think the awareness is key. And and I've really tried to be better about it the past six months. And it's challenging. But I think I'm getting there. Um, And I think the key to it is just the awareness. Just if you're in a bad mood or if you walk into work and you're grumpy and you don't say good morning to you know your co-workers or whatever um you're continuing that negativity and if i just walked in and just said good morning with a smile on my face is that gonna make my day a little bit better yeah i agree with all of that you know i love that it actually says awareness like am i aware and awareness is our (laughs) word for the year so that's perfect and i think you know sometimes we are unaware of our attitude because we let our emotions just completely derail us. Um, and I don't think that we, we realize it all of the time. And, and I'm guilty of this as much as the next person. And, you know, having a mental health background, you would think, oh, this is what you do. This, you know, yeah, knowing something and doing it all the time are two different things. And so having awareness of that in myself is really important. And then am I able to change it? And so I will say that I have had times in my life where I have allowed my emotions to get the best of me and I have found myself stuck in a rut um, resentful and just you know miserable and as a, a mental health clinician I thought okay what are you doing like you you know better how do we change this and I will tell you all the thing that has made the biggest impact for me in my life when I've found myself in stuck situations um, and I've allowed my emotions to really just kind of take control of me is taking a step back and really focusing on what I'm grateful for. Gratitude has been the biggest tool I've been able to use. And it sounds so simple. It sounds so silly. Um, And sometimes people are like, what do you mean? But I'm telling you, in some of my most yuck places, when I have just finally taken the initiative to stop dwelling on all the things I'm frustrated with, all the things I'm hurt by, and focus on all of the things that are so very good and that I don't deserve but I have, it changes everything. Like my complete mindset shifted in in days. You know, things don't have to be super complicated to make an impact i think sometimes we think oh i need this really intense whatever no 
sometimes it's just changing my mind. And that doesn't mean that the hurts or the fears or the struggles aren't still there. It just means I'm not giving it all my focus and attention. And so if there's nothing else that anyone gets out of this today, I hope it's that, you know, like just changing your mind and what you decide that you want to give all of your focus and thoughts to can make a huge impact and once we start doing that everything looks a little bit different we're a little bit more caring for others we're a little bit more understanding of others we're more willing to recognize our part in the things that we're frustrated with or hurt by and then we can begin to heal and change and grow and so I think having that awareness of what's going on and then just changing my mind and saying you know what I can't change this situation but I can change what I'm thinking about what I'm meditating on and so for me it's going back to the gratitude and I you know I've heard my whole life have an attitude of gratitude and you know it sounds silly because it rhymes and you're like okay but it makes sense like it it does legit um and when I a few months several months ago I saw something on social media and it said changing your mindset to instead of like man I've got to do this or like is this ever going to end to I get to do these things and I've really been trying to be more mindful of that like when I'm walking through the house and I fall over and stub my toe on all these toys and I'm like what is this how did Mm -hmm. our house look like a mom went off but then I'm like I get to pick up these things like it's not going to be there forever and I get to do this and just thinking it in a positive way yeah definitely and I think with kids like there are all of those things that come along with it that can be overwhelming at times. You know, we're in the phase where we're doing all the extracurriculars. So it's all the practice oh, yeah. runs and the games and the tournaments and the whatever, non, you know, non-ending. Um, and sometimes it can be like, gosh, I just need some free time. But I get to do these things with my kids right now. And it won't be forever, like you said. There, this is just a life stage. And so how I look at it is everything. And so for the most part, I can say that I truly enjoy getting to do those things for my kids and with my kids and experience that um and so I think you're right like just our our mindset of like not a have to but I get to and it's a gift instead of a challenge or a burden our last question as we think about um our daily routine and how it affects our our positive attitude and this is a different way of looking at it. This question was a little bit different for me, but I think it's worth talking about because we've actually sort of hit on this in past podcasts. And it's, is my living space a positive environment? Um, if not, what can I do to make it a positive environment? And so some of the examples are like, do I need to change the lighting? Do I need to add color? Does it need to be decluttered or cleaned up? But just thinking about your your environment how does it help or hinder your ability to have a positive attitude well I'll just tell you you know having a clean house you know talking Mm -hmm. about the toys Amanda's the kids (laughs) that you know just having the ability sometimes the house just aggravates me you know and it's nobody's fault but my own a lot of times because I'm busy and I don't clean it or get to pick up like I want to because I've come in late and I'm tired you know but being able to do little things and making your house feel more better not as dirty you know having that routine of it because actually I may sit down and I made myself a list each day I'm going to work on this part of the house and being able to do that and not being overwhelmed with every bit of my house being you know 
the dishes need to be washed the floors need to be swept you know just doing a little bit at a time throughout the the week on each day has helped me far as because my kids can contest I get kind of upset you know when they're not picking up their dishes or cleaning their rooms or you know are not doing things Mm -hmm. that I've asked them to do so me it's solely on me now so making sure that I do what I need to do so that way I don't get mad at myself or anybody else because of the house so this year we have a new goal um so we we're not really big on resolutions but we set a family goal to declutter Mm -hmm. so once a week we're going to pick an area to go through and then either donate or get rid of and so our first task was the cups and I'm yes. sure yes. everybody, so yes. I know my husband got a little like overboard, but I'm like, let's just focus on one like thing. Like the free plastic cups that just multiply. Yeah, those, <laughs> yeah, the coffee cups. And yes. so I was like, okay, this week we're going through our cup cabinet and we're going to get rid of it. And just doing that. And then when you open the cabinet, it's like, ah. <sighs> You don't feel stressed. <laughs> yes. They don't fall out on they top of you. They don't fall out on top of you. You don't hurt your toe in the morning mm-hmm. when you're trying to get coffee. Um, so that's our thing um, that we're trying is just to go through a drawer, go through a closet or something <laughs> once a week. Um, and I think that's definitely going to be something positive for us because you all, and I'm sure, you know, our listeners know too, stuff accumulates so quickly. And then you yes. one day you're like, where did this come from? Like, why do I have all these things? So that is our our goal. And of course, we're only like, you know, a week into the new year, but we've done it. And so like this morning, I was like, okay, what are we going to tackle to this this week? Like this weekend, you know, what are we what's our thing we're going to go through and try to declutter? So that's ours. I love that. So I told you all, we, right now we're on a kick where we're watching a lot of like documentaries and docu-series and things like that. One of the things we watched recently was on the idea of minimalism um, and just kind of decluttering your life from all the stuff that we have and how our stuff really actually breeds unhappiness because it's just everywhere and we think it's going to make us happy and then we don't have money and it, it's it's a whole thing and I do encourage the documentary if someone has time for it, but and that's something we kind of thought about too you know we have stuff um, and my husband hates clutter like he is not a knickknacks person he's not a decor person like he could he could live a minimalist lifestyle super easy um but he lives with four other people that have a bunch of junk so we have <laughs> junk um but we're trying to eliminate that and we've been able to do that a little bit piece by piece you know as we've moved a couple times over the past couple years each time i try to kind of purge some things but that stuff still kind of comes with you more than you realize and so we did we worked on his closet not too long ago and kind of got his his stuff cleaned up to things that he's actually using and wearing and you know not stuff from high school that we're like why does this exist anymore (laughs) this this is not a thing um and and I'm just as guilty of, of the same things but one of the things in this documentary that they encouraged if you were wanting to kind of start cleaning out the junk piece by piece without being totally overwhelmed as they said to take like this 30-day challenge where um, the first day you get rid of one thing that you're not using the second day you get rid of two things and it goes on for 30 days and you think about that by the time you're in the 30 days you've really um, eliminated quite a few things now we all have so much stuff that probably it's just the tip (laughs) of the iceberg but it kind of gets you thinking in that that sort of a way but 
I do think that our stuff, our clutter, really distracts us, um, and it and it can really affect our mood. Because you know, I know if I come in my house and it's a disaster, like I almost feel like I can't breathe, which is weird, because clearly it's not physically hindering my breath, but it just we feel bogged down by it. So I do think if our environment is a little chaotic or a little cluttered, that can keep us from having a positive attitude so that's really important I also think we've talked about this before I think having natural light can be really nice getting fresh air being able to open a window or being able to sit outside on a patio like those type of environmental things I think they also breathe positivity into us too um, that that kind of having nature brought to the inside makes an impact on us so like the colors we use and um, the sounds we have all of that really plays a role but I don't think it's something we typically really think to focus on when we're thinking about our attitude like it's probably the last thing on our list of what should I do to have a more positive attitude but I like that it's in here and I like that we're discussing it and our listeners can be thinking about it for themselves too because all of it plays together and I think it's the biggest thing is like it's all intertwined you know our attitude is intertwined with our physical health is intertwined with our mental health and all of the things and so as we get going on on this new year and this season two, I hope that everyone will take the time to really assess their attitude. Be really honest with yourself. Think of the areas in which you can improve um, to improve your attitude, but also celebrate what you're doing well, because I know we're all doing good things too. And so I don't want us to harp on the negative. Really embrace the good um, and then make changes where you feel like you can. So I encourage you all to check out our show notes for more information. We thank you for joining us. This is Life Simplified. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.